Okay, welcome to Chihuahua Bat 2.0, Surviving in the Public Classroom. I am Swan, one of the original Chihuahua Bats, but there are two of us. My crazy friend Mala is spending her summer up in Wisconsin, and I would say in about six weeks I have to go back up and fetch her and bring her back, and we will be collaborating in Texas again. Uh, we're both retired educators, 30 years in the public classroom, teaching Espanol, and we both decided when we retired to pursue our passions. Now, Mala, crazy as she is, is really a fantastic artist. She does uh, oil painting with a palette knife, mind you, no brush, and she's really, really good. She won't tell you she is, but she um, exhibits at uh, the Art on 12 Gallery in Wimberley. So if you're ever in Wimberley, whether you like art or not, go by and see her wall. But I, I have to say this because I was like, duh, uh, she doesn't sign her pictures Mala. She signs them Cheryl. So if you go in asking for Mala's wall, you won't find it. It's under Cheryl. So anyway, I got to make that clarification. And then I decided, I retired in 2018, and I decided I wanted to be an advocate for teachers still in the classroom, anyone thinking about going into the classroom I wanted to be there, maybe be their voice, their sounding board, and uh, I wanted to write about my experience. So I wrote and published a book called Memoir of a Chihuahua Bat. It highlights a five-year period in my teaching career where, honest to God, I'd say this, and it's true. If anyone had ever told me I would have been in that situation, I wouldn't have believed them. I really wouldn't have, but there I was, and... I kind of had a choice. I could have, you know, complained and whined, which I did a little, I'll be honest, or I could have found a way to be a part of the solution. And thank God I did. I didn't do it alone because I had Mala. She was my department chair. And I had my crazy, crazy colleagues that I refer to as the Breakfast Club. And, and honest to God, they got me through every day with a lot of laughter, humor, a lot of sarcasm, whatever it took to get my attitude positive to walk into my... Uh, horrible physical space. I don't even think I can adequately describe it. So anyway, I think any of us, no matter what we do, can find ourselves in chaos, challenges. And I said, when that happens, honestly, success is going to be up to you. So Memoir of a Chihuahua Bat, you can find it on Amazon. You can go to my webpage at chihuahuabat.com. Okay. I'm so excited because I'm back on my series about educators getting to talk about their journey and why they chose um, to be in education. And one of the cool things that happens to me is I get to connect with former colleagues. And so today, I'm so excited because I'm with one of my former colleagues. We'll try our best not to get in trouble. <laughs> anyway, I want to welcome Lupe. Thank you for volunteering. Oh, thanks, Susan. Yeah. I'm so excited. Are you? It really, no, yeah. really. It's, okay. a, it's an honor and a privilege that you would pick me to be on your podcast. Oh, girl, no, no, she's being modest. She's way, way talented. I'm just an old teacher. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just an old lady that likes to teach. Okay, so you and I met in 2017, and we'll get to that story later, but I want you to take me back to the very beginning. Why teaching? Well, um, let me be honest with you. Yeah. It, like most teachers, yeah. uh, well, high school teachers, right. I think. Uh, not speaking for elementary or middle school, but for high school teachers, you kind of fall into it. It's not something that you plan on being. Um, very few people I've ever met have said, yes, this was what I wanted to do. Right. I wanted to be a high school teacher, a high school Spanish. I, I didn't. Um, you know, I graduated from tech. I had two wonderful degrees and that had nothing to do with what I taught. I don't have a degree in Spanish. <laughs> and I. Um, I, um, <laughs> I just thought, you know, I, I looked around and I thought, I don't want to work 80 hours a week right. trying to pursue a law degree and become a lawyer. Right. And I was working at the TV station at the time as a as a reporter and a copy editor. And the hours were just horrific. Right. You were one to midnight. And I just started dating my boyfriend, who's now my husband. <laughs> and, um, you know, things were progressing. And I thought I would like to be able to see my kids and stay home with them. And like, so it just a lot of those things that I had never even thought of before. And so I, uh, called my aunt. She was, she, she was 
For 38 years, she taught bilingual kindergarten wow. in El Paso. Wow. And I said, hey, what about teaching? And she said, yeah. She's like, I think you would be a great teacher. And I said, but I don't know what I would be good at. Right. She said, well, why don't you just be a Spanish teacher? Because uh, they always need foreign language teachers. They're True. really hard to come by. Yes. And my words to her were, I don't even speak Spanish. And she <laughs> said, don't worry, you'll learn. And uh, she was right. <laughs> I mean, you had to. It, it was really like I had to learn. I, yeah. I, So I took the certification, alternative certification at Tech. I did my 30 hours. I did a student teaching. Um with a, a, a nice lady, and uh, I was just a semester at Atkins Junior High. Okay. I taught Spanish B. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had yeah, A, B, Spanish. <laughs> and um, I really liked it, and I was good at it. Okay. So I uh, got my first job at Smyre High School in Smyre, Texas, right outside of Lubbock. Okay, we're outside of Lubbock. And, yes. um, I mean, if you look one way on the interstate, to Leveland, you would miss Smyre. Um, <laughs> yeah, like maybe yeah. two hundred kids, pre-K through uh, high school. And oh my gosh, I can relate to that. Okay, it was yeah. great. I was the only Spanish teacher, so um, how many? I, I spent there three years, and okay. I mean, the graduating class was thirty-four I every year. Too. It was gotcha. very small classes. I taught yeah. journalism. Cool. Um, I taught seventh grade English at one point one year. <laughs> That's what happens in a small district. They <laughs> yes. just give you whatever. And yeah. I uh, coached JV uh, cheerleading. I was oh the gosh. junior and senior sponsor and took kids to yeah. Los Angeles to Disneyland for their senior class uh, trip. That's oh when gosh. we took senior class trips. Sure, when we did that. And um, so it was it was a wonderful experience. I learned how to run a concession stand. Um, yeah, I did as well. <laughs> Yes, you, you learn so many things, and I really learned how to teach. I will say that my first year was okay. I yeah. wasn't really nobody. Really, you have to find your way. Yeah, and so, but I, I was, you know, by the book. I just followed the book, and it was a great book. It was the Voices and Vistas books. I did teach from that. Yes, so it was a long time ago. Yes, ma'am. And um, <laughs> and I had great support. I know uh, Mr. Kearns, Dane Kearns. He's he's uh, now the superintendent at Smyre ISD. And he was wonderful principal. Awesome. And um, I still am really close friends. In fact, she's the godmother to both my children, the high school secretary there, Dolores Mendez, and her husband. So um, we made a lifelong friendship right. out of that. And right. uh, it was wonderful. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, so you were there three years. I was there three years with my and husband. Then? My husband got a job in Lancaster. I hope I say that correctly, Texas. I never could say Lancaster, it right. Lancaster is correct. And uh, so we moved to Red Oak, and oh. I needed a job. I and I was afraid to go to big schools because you know I'm I mean, I doing this itty bitty one A school, and yeah. I, I was like, they're nice. Yes, and, and Dallas was this massive place mm-hmm. that I had never been to, and I never lived in, and I didn't even drive an I-35 when I got there, and um, oh, that was wise. There was a, there was an opening at Ferris High School, um, okay. and I met Larry Carson. I went in for the interview that day. He said, uh, "Well, I also need a cheerleading sponsor." And I told him, "You can have a Spanish teacher, you can have a cheerleading sponsor, but you cannot have both." Oh. I'm, I'm done with cheerleading. <laughs> and he said, "Well, I need a student council sponsor." And I said, "I'm your girl." I'll do and, that. Um, yeah. So for um, three years, I was at um, Ferris. Okay. And, um, you know, I ran the student council. I taught Spanish one through three. And um, that was all there was. And Ferris yeah. is still there. And uh, Mr. Carson let me be the student council sponsor. And he let me do all these crazy, wonderful things at the school with the kids, both in Spanish, with projects, and with student council. My student council was a sweepstakes award winner Ooh, for the last girl. year. I, nice. I had wonderful kids. I'm still friends with many of them who are now 35 and I have kids who graduated from high school. I know. We're just <laughs> a little bit older than that. Right? <laughs> and so then I, uh, uh, and the reason I left was simply for the reason that um, Mr. Carson came to me one day uh, and just said, hey, I'm leaving. I'm going to go be the superintendent at uh, Palmer. Okay. And I said, oh, and he said, uh, if you would like, uh, I just wanted to let you know, 
be the first to know. Me and him had a great relationship. He was so supportive. Um, One of the best principals, mentors I've ever had. He really taught me a lot. Um, That's what good principals do. He had an open door policy. I talked to him all the time. Just not about classroom and school stuff, but also about personal stuff that I was dealing with. And, um, you know, we suffered. And that's um, part of it. Yeah. And that last year, we suffered a horrible tragedy at our school. Uh, Our coach, Mike Tesse, was killed (gasps) in a car accident in front of the school uh, on his way to to golf practice. So it was very horrific. We had a horrible year. And Mr. Carson had... Yeah. You know, said, it takes listen, a it takes a I'm, I'm going, I want you to be the first to know. That way you can decide if you want to stay or go. And I said, you know, I think I, I want to go. And uh, he said, there's an opening at Mansfield Summit High School. There, It's uh, the old Mansfield High School because they had just built a brand the new, brand, uh, yeah. brand state new of the art. $15 million <laughs> state-of-the-art school for Mansfield to be in Mansfield proper. And uh, they said they're changing the name to Summit High School. It's going to be a brand new school in Mansfield ISD, the second high school. And my friend Donna Grant is the principal there, and she needs four language teachers. And I said, I guess so. <laughs> Sign me up. And uh, it was more money, obviously. So. It was a bigger school district. And so I went, and um, Summit High School, we opened that school. Uh, yeah. And I got another great mentor off of Donna Grant. Good. Um, Good. I there I became a pre-AP AP teacher. Yes. Uh, I I did. I had some wonderful kids that I still to this day am in touch with. In fact, one of them is an Emmy Award-winning Yay. documentarian, Ooh. and uh, she's wonderful. Cool. But I just yeah. uh, I learned to speak Spanish. I became the department head over the elective, so it was really just Spanish. It was like oh, every yeah. elective every. under the sun. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I had a great time. It was Good. one of the best times ever. Um, kids were so eager to learn. And it was a massive school, just beyond 15 foreign language teachers. It's a massive school. That's what I had it right now. Yeah. We were, yeah. So global. And then, you know, then we ended yes. up where we ended up. <laughs> I know. Really you know there was like 75 there. languages. Yes. Um, yeah. I told a kid one time yeah. that I was going to call his mom because he wasn't behaving in class. and He wasn't doing his work. And he said... You can't because my mom doesn't speak English. And I said, well, what does she speak? And he told me um, because they were from Iraq. They were they had been refugees. So like Farsi or something. Farsi or something. Yeah. And, I, he's, and he said, "You well, she wanted to understand because she doesn't speak English or Spanish. And I just called his mom and I said, okay. Mrs. So-and-so, uh, this is Mrs. Goodman, Summit High School. And, and I sweet. just said, uh, so-and-so, bad. Bad, bad, school, bad. <laughs> and he came back the next day and he said, I don't know what you said to my mom. <laughs> but it worked. But let me tell you, it worked. He was such a good kid after that. And he did his work. And, you know, and I just was like, you know, I can communicate with any parents. Sorry, that's my talent no, for basketball. Don't worry about the dogs. You're fine. And, um, but it was great. And that's where I started to teach pre-AP and AP. Right. And, and you loved that. I loved it beyond belief. Uh, because it just opened up a whole other world. It's usually a highly motivated student that does that, I would say, for the most part. And and they were. They were very highly motivated. I mean, a lot of the kids that, you know, took the class, even the regular level classes, at the time that that I was teaching and at at that time in, in, I guess, history, history, (laughs) there was a lot more motivation. There was. And uh, they wanted to learn. It makes your job a little easier. It did. They're excited, then you're excited. And, you know, it's and they wanted to be there. I mean, yes. for the same reasons, you know, they needed two years of a foreign language right. for college. But it wasn't required. It wasn't something that was forced on them. Exactly. And so they did have a choice to choose. And, of course, we had, you know, several languages. Cool. But um, it was something that I really enjoyed. And then um, my husband got a job in Waco. And oh here I am, goodness. 16 years later. <laughs> so how long were you at so I was at Summit for three years, and I um, and I ended up here. Did that lead you to Waco? actually led me to Connolly High School. Oh, I forgot Connolly. Yes. I worked there for uh, uh, two years because uh, I, when I first got here, I worked for Midway, and it just wasn't my cup of tea. It's gotcha. a great school district. My kids go there. Right. 
Um, but I had just come from such it was a, a different department at that time. Yeah, it was a different department, and I still have a great friends. Sure. And I just kind of I could find my way. Yeah. So I started teaching at Connolly okay. and um, had a great time. I met a, a great lady, Morgan Castillo, uh-huh. um, who I met at Midway. We went to Connolly together. And then uh, when we left Connolly, we went to Waco ISD. And she became the elementary Spanish teacher for the IB program. And oh. I went to work at Waco High. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and ironically, she left Spanish uh, and became a science teacher at Midway Independent School District at Woodgate. Yes, yes. Yes, she was the HEV teacher of the year. I remember that. And she taught my little one, my son, when he was in the fifth grade. He was her science teacher. And it was just the world's greatest thing to know that there was someone there who loved my child. Yes. Because she was one of the very first people to hold him when he was born. Oh, isn't that a small world? So it was it was so fantastic. His first day of school was two pictures side by side, him in her arms the day he was born, and then him standing next to her, you know, ten years later or eleven years later. So it was it was fantastic. Um yeah. So she's she's a fabulous teacher. Uh, she was a fabulous Spanish teacher. She was, right. She's absolutely wonderful science teacher. Uh, so I just uh, yeah. I couldn't even yeah. I, but I loved it, and yeah. uh, I stayed at Waco High. Yeah, you did. You were I there for um, years. yes, I was there for about ten years. Yes, and um, I loved it. Um, uh, so I left uh, Connolly, and everybody had always told me when I moved here, yes. don't go to Waco ISD. You do hear that. It's horrible. You'll hate it. Yo, yes. Oh, no, no. It and so, yeah. you know, it was the best 10 years of my teaching career. Like, literally the best. Um, I was pregnant. Yeah. And due in September. Oh, gosh. And <laughs> October, right at, the, right at the end of September, October, they gave me a job. Uh, Lisa Saxonian, who's now the principal. Yes. Uh, shout out to Waco High. Um, she uh, offered me the job. Uh, she knew my husband, offered me the position. I went and I started teaching. And uh, Mr. Simmons, Clarence Simmons, was the principal at the time. Okay. Dr. Hernandez was our superintendent. Yes. And uh, and now Mr. Uh, Dr. Sanchez had cleaned up the, the uh, Waco High, you know, and gotten yeah. a lot of the riffraff and started trying to turn it around. And then Mr. Right. Simmons came in and wanted to make it IV. And right, um, he really he wanted to just, challenge the kids. He challenged the kids on yeah. on the first day of school. He told those kids. Everybody in the first two rows of this auditorium stand up all the way to the top, just in the first two seats, just stand up of the row. And he told everybody else, look over. These are the only people that will go on to a higher education or job of some kind. Wow. The rest of you will either drop out or never go to, to get a training of any kind or a further your education. What a picture. And, you know, he said, those kids looked up and went, I don't want to be the kid sitting down. I want to be the kid standing up. And he really turned it around. Awesome. Uh, I got the privilege to teach pre-AP two and three. Right. And across the hall was the best AP teacher I have ever known. I will ever know. Okay. She taught AP four and five and native speakers, Claudia Flo. She teaches at Haltom High School. Uh-huh. She's still teaching, still one of the best AP teachers Come in Tarrant County. Of uh, in Tarrant County, she's. Yeah. They send people to observe her, do they not? To kind of watch her. I did. Her? Yeah. <laughs> and um, awesome. uh, I asked her, what do I need to teach my kids? So that they come to you, and we worked closely hand in hand. Oh, I um, and I loved it. I, I made a great friend out of her. Yeah. She taught me so much about being a Spanish teacher. My Spanish mm-hmm. went from just academic Spanish to yes, a whole level, level of yeah fluency. Fluency I, that I many you. people ask me, well, yeah. where are you from? Because yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> now I speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And they go, where are you from? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, from here. I <laughs> oh, are you his? You know, they ask me, am I Mexican or am I oh. Puerto Rican or am I Colombian? <laughs> Me that, me that's <laughs> are you? And I go, well, what is, what is this? <laughs> People so, speak other languages, exactly. you know. 
And so uh, because of her, I think I became really, I think I was, I was a good teacher. People told me I was a good teacher, but she really made me into a a great teacher. I really thank her. She elevated my skills as a teacher, not just as just in classroom, but as a Spanish teacher, she really, she really took on the, the mentor for me uh, role. And um, uh, so um, Mr. Simmons left. He took Miss Float with him. Oh, darn it. Um, I, uh, there was budget cuts, and I ended up uh, going to the uh, alternative campus. I remember that. I know. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Love. Uh, was the principal at the time of the alternative campus and very good friend of mine. I, and I appreciate all of his mentorship as well. Um, he was able to get me a position there. He created the position so that I would not lose my job um, due to budget cuts. And he said, come on and be my Spanish teacher at the alternative school. We made you a position. Uh-huh. And so I went and I enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I made a lot of good friends with those kids. Um, in fact, one of them, I, you know, Took to college, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, and now she's mom. Uh, you know, she graduated, and, and, and so I still see a lot of those kids. I talk to them, and I came back to Waco High. Um, surprise! I needed another teacher. They were short yeah, one. Yes, and you know, and you get moved around all over the world. And uh, I came back and I uh, started teaching pre-AP, AP, and uh, the first year I taught AP. I had no clue what I was teaching. It was a brand new test. Uh, they do ch- yeah, it they was do it was the first year of the test, uh, or the second year. I had no idea what the test was. So the first year, I had one student in AP four. Uh-huh. She was in my pre AP three class, right? Right. Because you know they like they yeah. just like to put kids together. Of course they do. And I went out to it's Barnes and Spanish. Yeah. Oh, it's all Spanish. Oh, yeah. It's all Spanish. Spanish. Right. Oh, okay. And. Um, so her brother had taken the AP classes. Okay. He'd been a all-around academic merit scholarship award winner, presidential scholarship award. I mean, her brother was so very smart, Fernando Ramirez. Yeah. And Claudia was in my class, and she was a senior, only AP student I had, and this crazy class of pre-AP three kids that I loved. And um, I said, I have no idea what's How on this test this? yeah nobody had sent me to the institute oh no nobody, <laughs> nobody had told me anything I showed up they were like surprise first day school here you go and I was like I have no clue Why? I went well, out to Bar- yeah I went out to Barnes and Noble and I spent like $75 <laughs> on all of the guides <laughs> the study guides yeah. and I just said here you go and I told her you know um I'll help you with the you know doing a process I really don't know she passed. She got a three. Good I her. I can't say that I really had any any yeah, real involvement in there. I bought right the books. I just <laughs> like, good luck. Uh, and, uh, well, that was good for me. and you know, so I went to the institute, and at the institute, I've always said, yes. um, I can read this book if I want. Exactly. I, you know, they give you this humongous book. Now it's digital. I went to one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they read it to you. I didn't come away any smarter myself. No, I came out even more like, what? Like, what is this? I already knew the section. I was like, what what you should do is you you should have someone who is a successful teacher and have them teach the the kids, the strategies, and really just show them how it's done. Make it a classroom. This is how we're going to do it. You're the students. This is how we're going to do it. And just... Teach the test to the teachers. Exactly. I mean, teachers can read that. And most of us yeah. just tune it down anyway. You know, sure. look around the room. Everyone's oh, on their yeah. phones. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't care about this. But um, so I started teaching AP and pre-APs. That was always teaching. I was department head there. And I had ever the best absolute team ever. I want to shout out to... Uh, Miriam Sawaya and Ramiro Salazar and Crystal uh, Martinez. I just, uh, Miss Katani and Mr. Bakafin, I just had a fantastic team of teachers underneath me who really elevated my programs. Yes. Um, 
And uh, but I still didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue. Uh, I was. <laughs> I think that's part of teaching. I was you just floundering, and I was like, I, yeah. I gotta do this. I gotta do this for kids. I had twelve kids looking at me every day, like you have no idea what you're doing, lady. Right. And I was like, you're pretty, pretty spot on on that. And so I just asked uh, Mr. Love at the time. He was my principal. Right. I said, um, Can I go to see Miss Flo? Like for two days, can I go and sit in her classroom? And uh, Mr. Uh, David uh, Haltom was her, or Hamilton was her principal at the time. He'd been a vice principal at Waco High. Oh, good. And because uh, when Mr. Simmons left, he cleared house. Oh, <laughs> he took everybody with boy. him. And so, uh, of course, they said, yes, <laughs> come see our teacher. She's fantastic. And I, I learned so much. In two days of, of seeing an experienced teacher teach, I learned so much. And I came back, and even my kids commented. And for three years, I taught AP four, and, and you did um, well. Yes, I I had a hundred percent. There you go. Um, every, oh, that's awesome, Brad, I, girl. I, you know, but it really wasn't me. I mean, the kids worked so hard. I yes. I can't even say that they would have been as successful if they hadn't really truly bought into it. Yes. And given up Saturdays and after schools and to. in the morning for tutorials. Yes. And they did so well and they were so successful. Oh, and it was and I'm so proud of every single one of them. In fact, oh. I saw one the other day who stopped and saw me at the store and was Miss Gunman, Senora and <laughs> you know, and just it makes me happy. Yes. Uh Waco High was just it was so wonderful to work there and um, yeah then my team they all were well we're leaving and I thought what am I gonna do oh and then <laughs> my son was going to rob or was going into seventh grade right I thought well I you want a smaller come. school yeah, I was kind of afraid of big school yes, he's I remember. he suffers from ADHD right and, you know and he just had yeah. a lot of trouble focusing sure. and I thought maybe a smaller environment would help him Right. Uh, so he did go, and I followed. Yes. And I met you. Yes, you did. <laughs> and we had a great time. We did. We did. And I would tell you, the kids at Robinson, I have loved them all. Yeah. Uh, just like my kids at Waco High yeah. and all the kids I've I ever taught. I really have yeah. so many yeah. children that I call. These are my kids. Yeah. I have kids who call me mom. Yeah. They call me senora. Yeah. They call me Mrs. Goodman. Miss G. They really get attached. Yeah. And you know, when they call me mom, I just answer, yeah. Sure. Well, you are. We are now. We're so much more than academics. Yeah. So um, they need that. Went to Robinson and I was there and you left me. Yes. And and let let me explain this here. I really, I I do owe you an apology because when I started that year, I had no intention of retirement. You know how people come in and go, fit for me, right? Yeah. I had no intention, but uh, as you know, the spring before had been a, a little hard because we had a colleague who was struggling, and so I, I had dealt with that, and then uh, Gloria retired, and then I inherited her intern, so there was that, and, um, and of course, as you know, the year started with a colleague that we were trying to support, yeah. and, and that was tough, and, um, and the registrar left. And so what people don't know is before that, I had lost, I'd had three deaths in my family. I had lost my mom, and I'd lost mm-hmm. my mother-in-law, and I had lost my cousin who was in the military. It was a real tragic death. And so, yeah, coming on to that, and then how that year started, I don't know if you remember those first three weeks. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was, it was tough, and, and I just thought, Ooh, I don't think this is going to work out for me. And so, you know, I really wrestled with it. And, and I think about, you know, November, I sat down with Mike and I said, you know, I, I don't think I can, I can do this yeah. anymore. And, you know, there's always a backstory, you know, issues going on and, always. and just always. Yeah. So I just thought, but I felt so bad because you had just come on and I thought, but you were strong. I knew you could do it. Oh, you were it, strong. I was so very sad when you I, said, I, I miss so every time. I was like, but you still have just one year to get to 80. You I can, do. You can, I know. You can, you can I'm dig like, deep. <laughs> I, I know. I know. But I you understand. Know, yeah. It, it was a year. Had it not started like it started, you know, you and I would have, yeah, finished out together. I'm, but I'm yeah, close so, to, you know, so I have, about that. Yeah, you I got, only have two years. You so go, I girl. understand 
you reach a point. You right? do. Um, you know, I went to Belton High School after Robinson. Yeah. Uh, we, we went to COVID. Right. And, um, oh, that year. Oh, my uh, a colleague of mine was not renewed, and um, okay. and I, and, uh, you know, three principals in three years was just That's a lot. That was a lot of change, and yeah. I just I you know with COVID and everything that had happened, I was just I wanted some place that I could go to, enjoy yeah. out the last of my yes. days, sort of like kind of yes. go out to pasture. There you go. And, um, yeah. Uh, well, I, I hope you have a breakfast club. Got <laughs> me too. Okay. You know. Um, Belton High School, I, I and yeah. for those of you who don't know, uh, yeah. the enrollment went down yes. this past year, and um, I was offered I was offered a job at Lake Belton High School, right? And I just thought I wanted to be in charge of my own destiny. Sure, I didn't. I when I went to Belton High School this past year, I yeah. went because this is where I was going to live out the rest of my teaching right. career. Right. Yeah. And when. It came to be told that, hey, you know, we're getting shrinking last and hire. we're going to be last hire, for, you know, last in, first, first out. out. Right. You can go to Lake Belton High School if you want, and which was a great opportunity. It's a sure. great school, uh, great teachers. But I just kind of was, you know, sad. Yeah. Um, that was a bit of a drive for you, right? It was, but, you know, I didn't mind it. Okay. Because the first day I met my team. Miss um, Pinedo, Miss Polanski, and Mr. Carpenter, Mr. Cruz, and Beekman, and uh, Miss Long, and then I met uh, Miss uh, Niece and uh, Miss Jordy, who was not a Spanish teacher. She's the graphic uh, de- uh, design teacher, <laughs> yeah. but she was right across the hall from me. Um, literally, it was if I had been there my whole life. These ladies and gentlemen were so warm, so welcoming. I mean, even to this day, you know, one of them just sent me a T-shirt the other day that said Brujita Power. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I am the Brujita. It was just, it's, it's, I have never have had that since I left Waco, really, with a group of people that just instantly accepted me. You know, you and me, we connected, we, connected. we struggled together. We did. And we formed a good friendship we did. because of Absolutely. that. Oh, yeah. But I these ladies, you, you know, I was you. so nervous. Sure. It was a big school, yeah. and maybe they don't Start like over. me. And, yeah. Yeah. and it was just this instant, oh, I love you. Let me hug you. You know, and it's COVID time, wow. and they're just like, we're going to hug you anyway. Anywhere. And I'm like, oh, should we be hugging? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. Strange year. Uh, it was, and it was a really weird, strange year, but mm. Mr. Yoranga and Mr. Smith were just absolutely fantastic administrators. Good. Good. So supportive. Good. Just kind of like, hey, I know you're a teacher, and you've been a teacher a long time, so... That's what I think a lot of administrators don't understand okay. is that there's a lot of veteran teachers out there. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing yeah. in the classroom. So please let me. <laughs> please let me. I know that some people struggle. I mean, you know, well, we've we can all, all seen, be off. Yes. And I've seen the people who are nitpicky. Yeah. I just, yeah. the older I've gotten, I think okay. the more that I've just told my kids, listen, yes. we could have a good day every day yes. or we could have a horrible day every day. Right. You decide. I said, because I'm going to go home and have a good day. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> to me, it doesn't really matter. But I said, you know, let's have fun. But they have the power to make it. Yeah. Every day. I said, and, yeah. and my attitude makes it just the same. I, You know, I'm not as strict. You know, I just tell them, hey, we're going to have a lot of fun until, right. you, until you make me mad. Okay. Don't make me mad. Right. Um, respect my boundaries. Yes. No cursing, no fighting. But when you understand the teenager, do you know what yes. I'm saying? And yeah. it's really to nitpick them is not the way to go. I'm just oh, saying. they tune you out. Yeah, they do need boundaries, but you know, yeah. let them be kids. They're teenagers. I have one of my own. Oh yes, I raised that. One. <laughs> I, I have another one coming up. Coming up. up. Teen and um, yeah. yes, every day I wish there were orphanages. Um, <laughs> I love my kids. I'm kidding. Don't Make read up. the headlines. <laughs> Uh, We're but, kidding. We love our kids. But yeah. no, teaching has really changed. I, I would tell okay. you this. I have two years. I graduate in, in 2023, like my oldest. Okay, um, we both perfect. graduate from We're high school, finally. Stage together. I graduate. Um, so advice? I don't know if I'm going to get out of teaching. 
Okay. But I do know that I'm going to graduate from being a Hispanic teacher. I, I thought if I have to stay in teaching, I would like to go switch to something else. Something else. To PE. I actually would like to do PE K through sixth grade. Why not? I thought that's fun, you know, just to have fun all day. Yeah. I mean, I know they work hard and they oh, do yeah. stuff. Yeah. But, but it's just different than what a, I'm going through right now. I do understand. Yeah. Um, I think our students have changed. They have. Um, I don't know. Well, their world is real different than what we had growing oh. up. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that and even when I started teaching, yeah. you know, I had one computer that really we didn't even have like grade speed or any of that or skyward no my husband had to teach me how to use microsoft excel exactly (laughs) do a spreadsheet and and then like also keep it in your grade book like we actually had yeah we were pen and paper back then and um and then it was bubble bubble sheets yes bubble sheets and scanners and uh you know kids didn't have any access to computers we maybe had like five computers and that was a computer lab we didn't have language lab try to get in there Oh, I didn't have a language lab till like 2002, yeah. 2003. So it's just kind of one of those things I wanted right. to, you know, do something. Too. I think advice for a teacher starting out or someone who's. Yeah, someone says, hey, I want to go into teaching. When I get this question, I have in my head, I'm like, ooh, how do I answer this? <laughs> I know exactly don't what you mean. Do the same thing, but I don't want to discourage, but I want them to understand. I want them to go in with eyes open because yes. I've seen a lot of these, you know, bright and young faces uh-huh. come and they're interns and they're so excited and the first day of school you know yeah. I, it sounds cynical but when we were at one school uh-huh. with my great team yes uh, we would sit up in the back and all the new teachers would pop up and they're so shiny faces and they're, and they're so excited and it was just like who do you think is going to make it to Christmas <laughs> <laughs> because you know you had a pot going <laughs> and, and, and it sounds cynical and, but it's well, the truth. It's the truth. I because think there's that, a lot of teachers that don't make it. Well, you can love teaching, but you have to understand you're teaching within the system. Yes. And it's the system that can make or break you. I will tell and you. That's hard to I teach. I have never left yeah. a school uh-huh. because of the students. I didn't no, care that it was either. my inner city school, my right. rural school, my no. you know suburban school. Mm-mm. It was never because of kids. It didn't matter how bad. Like I mean, I've been called all kinds of things, things that start with F you and B, and, and um, which yeah. I'm just like, well, that's really misses to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but get it right. It was. I would never have left because of that kid. Like it doesn't bother me. Um, and that's not why I retired. It wasn't no. the kids. They were great. Administration sometimes. I think the people above us forget uh-huh. what it's like. And because they only remember from the time that they were in. So they haven't been in the classroom in 10 or 15 or 20 years. And you do forget. And it has changed. It has changed so much, even in five years. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and this past year, it changed all over again. Oh, well, I don't know. Anybody survived this past year. So, you know, we're still trying to reel from Uh two years ago. Right. We were, it's just. I think we're going to be playing catch up for a very long time. I do too. I think this year is going to be real interesting. And I think there's going to be a lot of kill the teacher in the process, you know? Yeah. I mean, we had some grace, thank God, because yeah. a lot of parents realized, Hey, we do do a really hard job. Um, that was a plus for teachers when they had to step in and they were like, oh, my gosh, how do you do this? And yeah. Like, and, and and we were telling them, hey, we're not teaching your kids anything new. This is no. just all review. Exactly. Like, seriously. And then, hard. Yeah. and then, you know, last year when we started and we started giving their children new things, it got even harder for the parents. Absolutely. And then they were just kind of like, whoa, what's going on? They were panicking. And I, yeah. I, I, you know, so that was I, a nice win for teachers. It was. I think I always tell the people, you know, um, there's a lot of people who think they can teach. They think that they can teach because they come from, uh, I was a chemist, I was a, a nurse, I was a lawyer, I can teach these things. Right. No. Um, <laughs> and it's true. I mean, I'm not saying everybody, but I would say the majority of the people that I've encountered yes. and new teachers or people coming out of the workforce thinking right. that teaching's a breeze. I mean, oh, we get paid for summer yeah. vacations. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. I've already earned that money. That's money they owe me, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When they used to not, people would quit their job and and find a new job in the summer and never come back. That's a reason. But um, I said, you know, uh, it's hard. 
teaching's hard. Uh, I, I tell people, I said, listen, I'm not going to be discouraging, the job I ever had. but I'm going to tell you the truth. You, you may not like teaching. That's true. Like, and it's okay not to like it. It's okay to go in there and say, I don't want to ever do this again. That's fine. That's good because I don't, don't need you in the classroom. <laughs> we don't need you in the classroom. No. no. Makes our job twice yeah. as hard. I'm not saying I don't complain. I've been some of the well, biggest we complainers. Yeah. We all have complained. You get caught up in the moment. You do get caught up in the moment. You get frustrated. You're tired. Yeah. You know, you're going to administration and it's like, they're just looking at you in one year and out the other, and it's a lot of, you, I would say, lies, lies, <laughs> and, you know, yeah, we'll do that for you, and you're like, you know. Was, and you believe them like I did. This, this past year, I got an electric pencil sharpener, and I posted it on Facebook, and I said, look what I got. I finally got it after, like, five years. In two school districts, yeah, pencil, electric pencil sharpener. Because I was not going to pay fifty dollars to get one. Like, no, I'm, I was just like going to stand my ground. I know, I know. You know, and you people go, "That's you know really how many hole punchers I bought like, in my life." Just, you know, there's some <laughs> yeah. things you have to stand your ground on, and I'm not spending my money on an electric pencil sharpener. They can give me that. I, I did want to steal it. Of course, um, you I mean, did. pack yeah. it by accident, but yeah. I didn't. Still there, so Brian. Um, but oh, I. Uh, I was telling, you know, okay. it's a hard, it's a hard profession. Now, I don't know about elementary or junior high. No, I'm, I'm assuming it's equally just hard. There's yeah, different things. You know, and I, I have friends who are elementary teachers. I have friends in all levels of teaching. Right. Um, all the way up to, you know, college. And right. everybody kind of has the same complaints. Kids don't want to learn. They want to do this. They want to do right. that. And right. you've got to deal with administration. I think it's just. You know, it's a hard job. It really is a hard job. It's right. a hard job to make sure that yes. at times you really have to shut your emotions down. You do. You have to separate yourself from these kids and whatever their problems are. Um, because it it will take an emotional, mental, and physical toll on you. It really does. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of teachers sometimes, especially these new kids that can just come out of college, they don't understand that you can be friendly, but you don't, you're not their friend. You can't be their friend. No, you have and to be their teacher. I think that's where a lot of the lines get blurred and things True. get, you know, askew. Yeah. Uh, teaching is hard. It's and a hard kids job. Are cruel. I think a lot of people. Kids are so if cruel. If you wear your feelings right on your sleeve, you're going to go home in tears every day. And, and, and I've had like, teachers that I had to mentor who cried. Yeah, and I thought, why like, are you crying? They're 15. Let them up. Yes. They're <laughs> like, going to say ugly things. All they're the time. teenagers. <laughs> like, if they don't but hate you, you're not doing it right. <laughs> come back and apologize. So just let and, them be You know, cool. and that is so true. Yes. The, the little girl, well, not so little, she's 20 now, yeah. will be 20 in September. Um, who we did not see eye to eye when I first started Robinson and she didn't want to do anything. She wanted to put her head down and she was, she was 15, a sophomore. She was 15. Yes. She was right at that lovely age. And, um, just me and her mom had a, a, powwow about her and her mom was very supportive right. super supportive probably struggling too and probably struggling I mean I have no doubt I do the same with my own teenager yes. <laughs> and um she now watched my house for 12 days Yay. and she cleaned my house and, watched, <laughs> and she is just become part of my life she calls me mom uh, she talks to the boys like they're her brothers or siblings she even has her own sibling that she just has adopted our family and we've adopted her. Perfect. And, you know, and that doesn't always happen with all the kids. There's some kids who will never like you. True. And just like some people will never like you. Yeah. Uh, but but I think it's most hard. of them, as they get older, realize, even if they don't get a chance, I will, to tell you know, you, I was, as you become an adult, you see life differently. <laughs> you know, I always tell the kids, you know, right now you're on the Snapchat, on the Instagram, but you can find me once you graduate on Facebook. And they're like, we'll never use Facebook. Facebook uh -huh. And like maybe a year after they graduate, there's a friend request. <laughs> yeah. It's like we all said that. And I said, well, it's because you brought up. And, uh, but, uh, so that's the plus. Teaching is very hard. But the plus side is you do make a difference in a lot of people's I, lives. I've had a lot of and you've changed uh, a lot of lives. Invitations to weddings yes. and baby showers, graduation, graduations, and yeah. uh, just yeah. kids yeah. who just. And sometimes weren't you surprised that you had impacted them in that way? Because sometimes I'd be like, I thought you didn't like me. 
Yes, yes. Why did you fix that? You cussed at me. I mean, yeah, what do you say to them? Yeah. Me. Yeah. You know, you never talked to me. You just yeah. stared at me. They right. kind of growled. I don't know. I like. I was like, oh, whatever. Oh, no. And they just have the best memories of you, and um, which is yay. <laughs> but it's hard. I mean, teaching Spanish, you know, is it's a foreign language. I, we get a lot of. I don't know why I need to learn okay. this um, and blah, blah, blah. I live in the USA. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, it's the state of Texas has required it. I mean, right. grow up to be a legislator and change yeah. it. I, that's all I can say. I used <laughs> to tell them, I used to say, you know, double your pleasure, double your fun, be bilingual, you know, <laughs> double your salary. I am. Yeah. <laughs> why not? I so. told them, I said, you know, yeah. but it, it's, it's good. I mean, I really like it. I will say that my favorite schools to teach it are those title one schools. Yes. I really like those kids. I like, um, I just like them. I like them. I like that they're very honest. They, they know if you really care for them or not. And I do. I really like them a lot. I, and I never wanted to be a teacher. I, I will say that. Me either. I never wanted to be a teacher. The ASVAB test they took That's why you were school. a good one. <laughs> I think that's a, the ASVAB test in high school. And I tell all my juniors this. That yes. military test is correct. And they say, no, it's not. And I said, yes, it is. It's because cool. uh, my number one profession, they told me, was going to be a teacher. And I scoffed at that and said, I yeah. can never be a teacher. And here I am. Never <laughs> say never. never. And I said, they were really right. <laughs> the military knows what they're talking about. Uh, but I do. It, it's been hard. It's been it's been challenging. Okay. I've learned a lot. I've had great mentors. I even had okay. I even bought a book one time from a lady who wrote something about a chihuahua bat uh, many years ago, maybe twenty okay. some odd years so ago. I, I got to share this. We're sitting in China Springs High School in the auditorium. Yes. Do you remember this? <laughs> yes. Some keynote speaker. And the guy's talking about, he'd actually been a Spanish teacher. He's got some program. They're always trying to sell a program and write yes. a book. And I think I said something about, yeah, and then they're going to take your copyright. And it's not that easy. And you looked at me and you go, why? Have you written a book before? And I go, well, yeah. I said, I, I, I used to be a chihuahua bat. I wrote Pigs Can Fly. And you looked at me and you went, I have that book. And I went, I both both of them. And I was like, no way, because we taught together for a whole year. And you're like, I'm teaching with a chihuahua bat. And so the one thing when I go back and, and talk to administrators in Robinson is they said, we feel so bad. We didn't really know who you were. And I said, well, that was by design. I purposely, because I wasn't ever going to teach again, and I ended up at Robinson. That was a fluke. And I, I purposely flew under the radar because I knew once people knew, then there went, my job would just, you know, triple. And I just wanted to close the door and teach. I yeah. just wanted to get in there and teach. That's all I want to do. That's exactly right. And, and so that part I enjoyed. And I said, so that was really my fault. And they're like, we're so mad at you. And I go, well, you know, you got to see it from, you know, our side. Yes. Both of us. You got to see that. And, you know, and, I, and she signed mine. So I, I both of my books. Girl. I have Pigs Can Fly, yes. and then I think it was the other one. You had two, like the big, thick edition, and then like the supplemental one. I did. So but I, we wrote like twenty-two. So well, I, I have those, no idea. I think those were the very <laughs> first ones because they were like kind of bound, like you know. We had, had to do the plastic binding <laughs> ourselves <laughs> because we had publishers approach us, but they wanted to take the whole thing oh, and own the copyright and. You know, Mala and I were like, no, this is our baby. We're not going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. so I have it. I, I And I still well, use it. So much. I've used it yeah. many years. Um, uh, I, yeah. I've tweaked it. I've I've yeah. plagiarized it in some points. Please do some so. Stuff. Please I'm like, oh, do I really so. like this, but no, not so much this. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, ha- it you have to do You have that. to, yeah. As, you know, Once it's printed, it's, it's no longer, you know, legitimate is what I say. Yeah. you got to move on to the next thing. It's all over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, my advice to teachers is you really, you know, you, you got to be tough, tough skin. You got to be mentally tough, uh, prepared to go in there, emotionally tough. You're going to you're going to hear things. You're going to see things. You're going to learn things that is just going to crush your soul at times. Right. And if you're going to make it, you have to be tough. You and you know you don't have to be cynical, but you have no, to be tough. You do have to be. Tough. It's a tough. It's a tough job. You know. It's. I, I tell people success is going to be up to you. If you yeah. get great administrators, yay. But even then, 
the success is really it's going to be up to you. And so, you know, I have a lot you of people, have the to do a it. lot of friends who are in the law enforcement profession. Ah, sure. And it's almost like we understand each other. And I have some friends who are nurses yeah. and it's like we understand each other because we love what we do. Yes. We love serving the people, serving the children and helping. And helping. But at the same time, you have this kind of jaded outlook that you have to remember mm-hmm. that you have to kind of just say, okay, okay. Yeah. today's a good day. Yeah, we're going to get through this. And I think that sometimes, like, you know, new teachers just don't realize how hard it is. They get overwhelmed. And, you know, easily. I've gotten to the point now where um, I don't get all, I'm, I'm not going to say that I don't get all anxiety ridden about my room not being correctly done before the first day of school. I do. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. But I, I have learned that, you know what, if it doesn't get done, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. And you know what, these kids right here can help hang up all those posters. I've learned to do that. Yes. Um, I've learned that everything I give doesn't have to be graded. In fact, you do learn that because I, uh, they need to practice all the time, but there's no way you can grade all of that. Oh, no. I, you know, I usually take like maybe uh, the second thing I give them and then like maybe first the fourth ones. or the fifth, the first and third, eh, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I keep them because I think, oh, maybe uh, if somebody needs an extra backup, grade, yeah. and then usually I just chunk them. Yeah. I'm honest. I'm not, sure. you know. Sure. Um, and I think they know that. Yeah. The kids know that. Yeah. And I, I don't grade everything. Mm-hmm. I do grade some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, um, do you find I'll come up with an assignment and I'll have every intention of wanting to see, you know, what the kids do and grade it and I'll start looking at it and then the results are like, oh, Horrid. so I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm going to set this aside. I'm not going to take this, you know what I mean? And let's I see what the that. next one does. And I feel so bad for those kids who really try to at the same time. I'm like, I keep it because, you know, if ever they're down, I can always, you know. Yeah. And that's like what I've done before. I've done that, I, you know, and that's why I have like this humongous stack of papers and then I'm like, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep them just in case. Just in case. Yeah, and uh, yeah. by the end of the year, usually, you know, most of them got thrown. But sure. it's just kind of like, you know, um, I used to be, oh, gotta give kids homework. Now I don't well, believe in a, homework. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in homework well, anymore. And now it I sounds weird. Well, I didn't either. I kind of wanted to. I wanted to see what they were doing. I wanted to get the work from them in the class so I could see where they were. Because sometimes. When it comes from home, I'm never real sure who, yeah. whose knowledge that yeah. is. And, you know, and they're not all cheaters. But yeah. I, I kind of wanted to get it from them while I had them. Yeah, and I want them to use it. You know, like right. I tell my kids, I, I would rather, I would rather that my kids learn a little bit of really good Spanish all year long, right. than a whole bunch of just. Just I hate to say that word. Sorry, well, just, bad word. Like, here, let, we have to get through seven chapters, and yeah, we have yeah. to learn family yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, I used to think that, and I would what? rush these kids, and, oh, we got to get to. That's the way our scope and sequence was. We got to get to the preterite, regular yeah. for Spanish one, lists of vocabulary. Look, and then oh, yeah, yeah. one day I looked, I think it was the last year that I was around. Mm-hmm. I looked at the national, like, requirements for Spanish and it was like look at that hey it if your there. kids can say yeah under, can, if your kids can answer the question como estas yes plus like and I was like wait a minute so like yeah they only need to know like the months and the days and how are you proficiency yes, yes. it really yeah. it like they totally shocked me less rigorous than the actual you know and then you know and I kind of thought about it and I thought I thought that's it. That's really good because I would rather them really know do stuff because you know what? Learn something well, right? Learn something well, then learn a whole bunch of stuff and not learn Never it. Never be able to use it. Or ever be, yeah. You know, we have so many people who say, oh, I took Spanish for two years and I was like, I can't speak it. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I took French and <laughs> don't ask me anything about it. <laughs> I don't even know where France is. <laughs> where the She's kidding. Going? She's kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. Okay. I do have a very dry sense of humor. Um, but uh, I think... I've kind of come into that. Like, I'm just like, listen, my kids are going to know something really well, right. be it whatever that is. If right. you want them to know verbs, they're going to know verbs really well. Yeah. So. 
vocabulary you can always pick up. Absolutely. You know, I, oh my gosh, digital. You know, it's all digital. digital. They right. can see it. They can play it. They have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, I enjoy doing about projects. situations. If I plop you here. What are yeah. you going to do? What are you going to say? Yeah. Because it's not just one way to say yeah. things. It's not like two plus two is always four. No. In, in, in no. language, it's not. It's like I told my kids. It's oh, my so gosh. Different. So I'd rather you be able to react in, than just do this little verb sheet, you know. And, and that's kind of like how I'm, yeah. I've, I've started to come uh, mm-hmm. become as a teacher. I've mm-hmm. evolved as a teacher. I. Uh, Temple High School is my new school this year. Yay. It's a wildcat. Go wildcats. And the one thing I liked is that okay. they said we don't use a book. We Good. just we make our own curriculum. Oh, I gave mine up years ago. Yeah, and you know, and I and I like that. Yeah. Uh, I only use the book for those really rich enrichment activities because sure. sometimes they have really good ideas. They do. <laughs> And why we create the wheel, Yeah, right? I'm not going to read But no. I do, but you know, I always do anyway. Sure. I tweak it and redo it, and then I'm like, I, I don't know. know why. I should have done but it But I anyway. just don't, you know, for so many years of teaching, sometimes I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Or really. even think of something new. I'm yeah. like, oh, we can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and that's one thing I liked about, yeah. about Belton High School was that we really shared Good. so many ideas. That's what you should do. And I think it's really important for kids to... Yeah. You know, be exposed to mm-hmm. movies in Spanish right. and, and reading. And, right. and I think it's just fun. I like, yeah. I want them to have fun in Spanish one. Sure. If they don't have fun in Spanish they one, go to two and three. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> go to two, have no fun, exit out, and then exit out. And never learn another word. And I'm just kind of like, you know, let's make it fun. And yeah. I mean, let's be honest. They're not going to learn how to speak Spanish unless they either can practice it at home. They have or to. Yeah, they really yeah, have to. They have to make themselves. So yeah. I, uh, yeah, I become I that kind of teacher. I become yeah. that teacher where I don't stress about grades. No. Um, I don't believe in lesson plans. I really don't. Uh, and lesson plans are for administrators and T-test. <laughs> to go just check the probably, box. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started on a T-test. But, uh, no. Like, no, don't get me started on that. Uh, this year I had a really great evaluation. Mr. Verongo yep. was very generous. Um, lots of things. But just kind of like, you know, I see a lot of teachers like, I have to get accomplished or distinguished. No, you and I said, you know, I saw that video and I thought, wow, that teacher's really great. And then they say, well, she's proficient. proficient. And I thought, I oh, my lot. God, I'm going to yeah. get on a growth plan. There you um, go. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I just want to be proficient. Well. It means I'm a good teacher. I would say if, if the leadership is worth their salt. They already know what kind of, t- you know what I mean? Yes. And I, I shouldn't will. have to put all this down on paper for you. Well, <laughs> By now, yeah. you should know. <laughs> I just, you know, I always had a teacher who say, oh, I don't like lesson plans. You know, lesson Nobody plans likes are them. Su- lesson plans are for, for substitutes. Subs. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, nobody's going to be able really to come in and substitute for my class. Ever. In foreign ever. language, ever. You know, very few. Even if they speak the language, it's it's there's a there's a, a procedure, there's a protocol, and I don't care how good you are. And it's very academic because it's not academic. It is academic language, yes, and that's different. It's not street language. Oh yeah, and and you know, kids who are native speakers, they come in, or heritage speakers, they come in and yeah. realize that yeah. real quickly. They go, oh, this is not like this is not what I say. This yeah. is like English. It, your English class, you don't, like, yeah, you don't talk like that at home. You know, we don't write gonna yeah. and ain't. I know. But we say it. Yeah. But it, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. No. But it's incorrect when you spell yeah. it. Like in It's a your home language. I always talk about home language. There's home language. There's that that's very different country language. I said, you know, just like pop and soda and Coke. Right. Everybody says something different. Exactly. And so. Every language has it. I think that's, it's been, it's been tough, especially with this new requirement. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get a lot of kids who just don't want to be there. And that's I, true. I don't blame them. Yep. I don't want to. I wouldn't have wanted to take French if I was forced to take it. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted that. Um, I enjoyed French have, because yeah. we had a great time in there. Not that I learned a lot, uh, <laughs> and that had nothing to do with Mrs. Pastrara. No, no, she was my French teacher. I, I, I'm sure. I hope she's still around. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, she was very old to my 15-year-old eyes. Um, she was very old to my 15-year-old eyes. I'm sure she's not that old. And um, But, uh, you know, it was fun. We had the food and did yep. things like that. And I, and I do remember that. I'm sure she, if she is passed on, she's probably rolling in her grave that I'm a language teacher. Because <laughs> I was the worst language student ever. <laughs> Those make the best teachers. <laughs> Yeah, 
I was what I'm saying. <laughs> Definitely the worst. It's okay. Uh, the worst foreign language student ever. Uh, but yeah, it's hard. It's a hard profession. If you're going to be a teacher, um, you need to know what you're getting into. Sit down with a teacher who is not afraid to speak their truth. And have a heart to heart. Have a heart to heart. Don't judge them for what they say and how they say it because you know you see that comedian eddie b yeah and somebody said well isn't that kind of you know a cynical outlook uh, outlook on life and he said even all the best teachers are like that yeah. you know um it's, it's the fine. truth it is true yeah. it is true we we all said you know he just came out with the other day and said hey mr b are you ready to mm -hmm. uh for school to start and he said why are you asking me that question? Are you trying to make me mad? <laughs> like, oh, and we all have felt like that. Sure. We yeah. all feel like yeah. that. You come you off know. your break and you're like, oh, do I go again? Yeah. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah. You know, you're excited at the very beginning. <laughs> August is exciting. Yes. Well, not for, you know. Yeah. Uh, He's fine. Oh, sorry. My dog is the, drinking the dog water is horribly. He's swimming in his bowl. We're about to wrap up, baby. But, yes. uh. You know, at the end of the year, I'm, I'm like, will this year ever end? Is there any yes. way that I yes. could just, you know, uh, fake my own death and just <laughs> never come back? And then, you know, it ends and you go to, to summer vacation. Break, right? And then you kind of dread that uh, professional mm -hmm. development, yeah. which I would say to administrators, really professional development. I mean, after a while for me, it, it didn't make me any better. I, I went... But it doesn't make me any better. No, it didn't make me any better. I could. I, I really wish they would say, "What is it you need?" And I could tell you. I'm not going to say go shopping. I'm not one of those. But I'm going to tell you exactly what I need. And it'd be great if I could do that. And I was trusted to do that. Uh, I know their directives are different, but I, uh, you know, I think the dread for me is. Oh, what are we going to have to do an in-service? You know, that's my first that thing is, is what are you yes. going to make me? And that's what people are saying. So what are we going to be doing? And people are like, oh, I don't know. I heard we're doing groups. You know, that goes around. And that's the dread for me because I just want to get in there and get ready and get my classes going. And because yeah. let me do what I need to do. Because, you know, that's I don't I need, need another professional development on no. T-Test. Like, <laughs> I, I know I know the yeah. domains like really I, I know yeah. the domains backwards and forwards yeah. I don't need another you yeah. know thing on slow goals trust yes. me yeah. you, nobody even looks at that anymore short like, goals is short, that goals, that short goals, goals whatever what they call yeah. it slow goals oh is it slow now yeah. I, every year they I don't know I, I kind of tune that out and I just cut yeah. and paste sorry I do I cut and paste okay. yeah. it's okay uh, because I do want to differentiate every sure. year. Absolutely. So that's a goal. That's that's my, my main goal. Um, I don't need those. I mean, I need professional development right. for my particular subject. Sure. That's what I need. And I don't need to sit there and listen to somebody sell me a book. No offense. <laughs> well, I'm not <laughs> I don't need somebody to tell me, yeah. this is all you, the yeah. mindset growth. This is how you should teach. You know what? You're not yeah. me. You don't have my yeah. kids. Right. Your experience is different from my experience. Yeah. See, I, I, Mal and I, we were the crazy consultants that when we did uh, seminars, uh, nine times out of ten, we didn't force our materials on people at all. Now, if we had the kiosk, we had to because we had to pay for the yeah. dadgum boot. But, I mean, I can't tell you all the stuff that I just... I just give away. But you know, that's just what I do. I just, I, I, I'm the same way. Like you so know, so I don't make money at this ever. <laughs> I always tell people, like, here's all this stuff. I share everything on yeah. Google take it. Drive. I'm like, here, take it, take it all. Mm -hmm. These are all my ideas. Don't care. I don't want money from it. My yeah. husband always says, you could be so rich right now. Yeah, people, teachers, yeah. teachers. And I'm uh, like, not really. I don't have time for that. Uh, I don't. I just here's all this stuff I have. Right. You're more than welcome to make copies of it. Yeah. Do whatever. What I, I don't care. Do. Yeah. Um, I just want someone to tell me, yeah. hey, we're going to have professional development that really matters for you, right? As a foreign language teacher, yeah. I don't want to sit in any other uh -huh. things that I don't have to that don't yeah. pertain to me. Exactly. And I think uh, I will have to say that um, yes. Temple ISD just. I told them when right. they hired me, I said I can't be there for new teacher orientation. And Dr. Powell looked at me. She's the associate principal or uh -huh. uh, a second in charge. And she said, 
when you're an experienced teacher, you're not going to miss much. Exactly. And don't I, you appreciate that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. The appreciation level for that is just like thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like I can I teach it honestly. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And if I have a hard time, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll email someone. I'll just come up there. Like. Yeah. Thank you for respecting me and my profession That's and my experience. Right that is gold. I am good. I'm glad you did that. I, and I really appreciated that. I have yeah. a lot of experience to give. Yeah. And uh, if people want it, it's for free. Yeah. Uh, I just. Um, I think that that's, I think that's probably the biggest, my biggest complaint about teaching is the unnecessary professional development all year long. Right. I. I, I will say I am one of the people, and there are very few teachers that actually pay attention because you can look around and, uh, and everyone, not. <laughs> everyone's on their cell phones yeah. or yeah. eyes closed or doing a crossword puzzle, puzzle or doing yeah. lesson plans yeah. or whatever, grading. Grading. grading, yeah, or you know, and so I'm just like, look at your audience. I mean, know your audience, yep. know your audience. Yeah. This is not what we need. If it's something that's brand new and we have to do it because yeah, after teaching a program, we got to use it. Okay, great. But I think we just have in service to say we have in service. Yeah, they are filling the calendar. They're filling the calendar. They are charged with teacher education. Yeah, and so you know, just say, hey, teachers, Mm -hmm. we're going to set up, you know, some different sessions. If you feel that you need this, come on in. If you're an expert in this program, you don't have to come. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody just does have, you just have to be here at school. Yeah. You know, you got to be on campus readily available. So in uh, Lupe Goodman ISD, yes, this is what. <laughs> Come so to school whenever you want. There you go. Come <laughs> to school whenever you want. Well, I just want to thank you so, so much. This has been a blast. Oh, it has. Yes. And I hope I answered all your questions. Girl, you yeah. did. And you were so honest and helpful. And I think this will support people who are thinking about the profession. It's a hard profession and it is. And and you don't feel the gratitude rewarding, or but the it is love. hard. Yeah. You don't feel that. It's not right away. No. <laughs> many years or a year later or two years later right. when something goes, Oh, I loved your class. It was the best class ever. I love that. It was my favorite. And you're like, really? what? <laughs> um, and then and then sometimes you get it right away. They That's true. absolutely love you. And I've had kids throw me birthday parties and I've had them give me Valentine's Day gifts as a class and sing to me. So I've had a lot of those great memories. And they the great memories really outweigh the bad memories. They do. I mean yeah. by a ton more good than bad. And uh, just when you get the bad ones, don't don't let it, you know. Everybody's gonna have that one class. Out. Yeah. Maybe Always. once a year or every other year where you're like, I What am I doing? <laughs> I, I hate kids. Yeah. <laughs> every teacher has yeah. said that. Sure. But you don't. You no, really love no, them. You do. And it's just it's just sometimes it's like the perfect storm and it just all comes together. But uh, but you know, at yeah. the very end you do end up remembering those kids and they end up remembering you. And they love you. And you were like, I wanted to choke you all to death. <laughs> I hated you all. Like, that was the worst class ever. And they're like, that was the best class ever. And you're yes, like, we weren't that bad, were we? Yeah. You're like, but you know what? Those are really the kids that you remember. And you remember all those special kids. Lots of special and lots of kids. And, you know, just the other day I saw a kid and he was serving me. And I looked up at him and I went, Hey, I know you. And he was like, Hey, Miss Goodman. Oh, and I was like, yeah. How are you? And, you know, and I had him in Robinson. Cool. And um, my very first year, the first semester, and he left. And I, I was just like, Oh my gosh, so look at you. <laughs> well, cool. And he was like, Yeah, I'm so glad. You know, like, it was yeah. just kind of like, Wow. But it's, it's good. It's good. All right. Well, I, you know, I say that there are two original Chihuahua bats, but um, we do adopt people and you have been adopted. Well, so thank you. I'm so glad. <laughs> so, yes, you can call yourself a Chihuahua bat. And uh, thank you for that honor. I truly no appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, but um, as I like to say, well, thank you again. This was awesome. I love connecting because we've been apart for a couple of years. And um if you have any questions or comments, you know how to get me, and I'll address them. We'll do our best to address them. <laughs> and as I always like to end my podcast with, dare to be a Chihuahua back.